Assalamu alaikum guys and welcome back to another episode of The Word Affairs. So, um, last week I did a little cheeky episode on you can't expect things to fall out from the sky. I don't know how that's gone down anytime soon because I'm literally recording this right after that one. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you guys will take it good or bad, I'm not sure, but I hope you guys liked it. If you didn't, oh well um yeah no I hope you guys genuinely liked it I spoke a lot about um basically putting things out there that are good and you'll receive good back for yourself realize that this whole concept of the law of attraction I've been doing it my whole life and having to buckle in Allah but also making sure you tie your camel so meaning that you actually get up and start doing those things I use the example of having my car and all of that right so um I hope you're all having a great week first of all and I hope it's going well for you I think that by the time that this will be uploaded inshallah um we will be very close to Eid al-Adha and it feels so crazy even thinking that because I literally feel like yesterday it was last year's Eid al-Adha but you know what I mean and it only feels like flipping two hours ago that it was Eid al-Fitr like this is Eid al-Fitr I just don't know where the time's going um but I wanted to talk about two things today and it was very much about how your environment reflects you as a person and about mums always knowing best for you too so I thought do I split these into two different episodes or do I do it in a mishmash of the both and I thought I'd rather mishmash it because it kind of related to the same thing and um yeah so I thought why not so um it kind of follows on a similar theme um from last week about the whole concept of you know positive thinking positive vibes and all of that type of stuff and basically throwing stuff out there that are good for you and you be receiving that in the end as well and putting your trust in Allah so um it starts off really simple and very very practical in the sense of my room now I have been going on about this for the longest time I can remember um about getting my room done up right this is what I talk about when your environment reflects you as a person I always talk about how I started the podcast um, in 2020 and it was literally from my bedroom. It's always been from my bedroom. I think there's only ever been one time I have done an episode somewhere else and that was in Morocco on the balcony of my hotel and um, it was quite lovely but that's the only time like I've ever gone somewhere else to do an episode. Um and that was not even by choice that was just because I had to because I was in a different country other than that it's always been in my bedroom and I look at my bedroom the way it was first when I started my podcast and the way it is now and honestly it is the the change is phenomenal and it's so small right when you really sit down and think about it that type of thing is so small and so tiny however it reflects so much of you as a person because without even realizing it you're going to look around you and you're going to think wow like I have changed so much as a person and more importantly as you change your environment changes and it reflects you so I think the best way to talk about it is how it all basically started and obviously like, I started my podcast thinking like you know nothing's really gonna come of it and everything like that and at that time as well obviously I was at university and I was working non-stop and yeah my life then is very different to how it is now 
For example, I'm not at university anymore. Alhamdulillah, I graduated about two years ago now, which sounds absolutely crazy to say in the first place. But yeah, that happened. Um, I work now and I had so many changes in relation to my career as well during that journey. But Alhamdulillah, I am where I want to be with that now. And in terms of like how I use my spare time and how I work on me as a person and my change in terms of like my taste and and the things I like and dislike have changed a lot as well. Um, but one thing I've always thought is just how much of a serious impact your environment has upon you for that. And it's something that we take for granted. There's always this thing that people say, in especially like therapists or I don't know, these type of people that know better. Um, and they talk to people who've basically like have had a really hard time growing up for example and they've had some really difficult situations a lot of people may have had difficult situations at home or something like that and something that is picked up on a lot is if you change your environment you'll find it better to heal or if you change where you are you'll find it better to move on and process that and basically get past it and I think that we really really underestimate just how important that is it doesn't just go with if you've been in a difficult situation or a setting but I strongly believe in the fact that if you really want to like change things up about your life and you want to work towards a certain mindset or a certain vision you have for yourself in your life you definitely need to start off by changing the things around you that you see every single day and automatically that'll have an impact on yourself now obviously you change everything around you but you also change yourself right and you've got to start taking and impacting on those mini mini decisions every day so for example um I'm not saying that if you don't change your environment, you won't ever see good stuff happening to you because that's totally wrong. Oh, hello. My cat just came in. How cute is that? Um, But yeah. (laughs) So what I mean by that is when I really look back and reflect at that, like how different my environment was, and I'm speaking in the context of my room because when you think about it, you spend a lot of time in your room um and that is where you create most of your magic for example revising or getting ready to go out or working on yourself or anything like that sleeping even is like a ritual in itself that you do to improve yourself as a person um your routines your self-care all of that right it all comes in the form of your room like you're doing that in your room in your house um and I just I've always found that very very important um and when I look back at it in terms of like how it was always the same and it's very stagnant um I still achieved so much alhamdulillah and I achieved so much of what I wanted to take off and changed so much about myself when the environment was still the same um but I've realized something that in terms of everything that I have processed and I've wanted to change about me like that was obviously throughout those years in particular so for example um from the ages of like 17 till about 22 23 years old um I'd say mostly 22 um so yeah I've achieved so much in that time but I realized you know what it's time for a change because now I want more like I want something different from life I want um to really reflect myself as a growing woman right and the reason for that was because between the ages of 17 till about 22 maybe even like 17 to 20 really or 21 you're very much still like 
I'm not going to say a child, but you're not exactly an adult either. I don't believe that you're an adult. Some people, it depends on their level of maturity and stuff. But I definitely look back and I thought to myself like, oh yeah, I'm so ready for adulthood, etc. And it literally just hit me in the face. And I was like, wow, I was not preparing for that at all. Um, but I don't believe that I was an adult of any sort um, during those ages. I obviously sort of felt like a teenager, but then at the same time, I was in that process of like, you're not a teenager, but you're not in adult life yet for example university um and it was just all really really like you're just going with the flow do you know what I mean and you then get to a point where okay without even realizing it you slowly stepped into adulthood and when it when you do realize it it does hit you um and so I did achieve so much then but there was a time when I was like okay I want to change my environment now because it doesn't reflect who I am anymore so when I looked at my old room, for example, or the way it used to be, um, it was very much like me during those times of college and, um, you know, university and yeah, like that was pretty much what it was, right? Um, and I loved it. Like I did. It was my room. It was my sanctuary. I've always said that like your room is your sanctuary. But at the same time, it just wasn't practical for me um, anymore. At that time it worked and it was perfect. But now as I was like slowly stepping into adulthood and into womanhood rather more than anything, it just wasn't serving me that purpose that it used to do you know so for example before my main priority and focus was always like revising and like getting through my exams or getting ready for work etc and all of that like now it's very much about me as a person in sense of womanhood because I mean I'm not revising anymore I'm not studying rather anymore um even if I was to go into it at a later stage of my life like it would still be as an adult it wouldn't be as like a younger student anymore which is so weird to say when you really think about it um but that's just the reality of it so it wasn't serving that purpose so for example when I talk about that is you know ultimately like when you do finish like your exams and stuff and when you finish uni you start to find more time for yourself and you start to find more time with your friends and your family and so for example I was going out a lot more in the summer one of the ways that my room wasn't serving me my purpose anymore was the way my clothes were arranged now it's something so small as that that you make makes you realize like yeah you know what something needs to change here because it's just not practical anymore the way it used to be so for example my wardrobe was quite small um the reason it was small was just because of the dimensions of my room I have got a really really small room it's like a box room almost right and it just was so tiny back then it was fine like it served its purpose it was great if I didn't have enough space in my wardrobe I'd put stuff under my bed and it was fine it was it was perfect um but then as I got older I started to realize okay I'm buying more stuff now as well because like I'm working alhamdulillah and I've got a different taste in clothes and style and so I'm getting more of that stuff to accommodate it and I really like these pieces that I want to pick up but when I come home and I'm trying to fit and find a place for them I'm not being able to and it was really hard like genuinely this sounds like a very much a first world problem but it's just one of those things where I'm like kind of like reflecting on it after so many months maybe even after a year of thinking about it and it just wasn't serving its purpose anymore for example I was struggling to find any space for my shoes or um I couldn't put any of like my Asian clothes like my Asian pre and formal kind of like suits in my room anymore because I just didn't have the space so I'd have to go and put them in my mum's room which isn't practical when you think about it because like when I need it or something I have to go into their room and you know it just isn't right and 
um my coats for example so all of my coats would have to be under my bed um in the winter but then sorry in the summer but then obviously in the summer the way it is in the UK it's not always hot 24/7 so sometimes you do need your coat even when it's like June or July and I was having to then drag out it drag it out from under my bed which was not easy because I didn't have one of those lifting beds I'd have to practically manually lift up the mattress myself and it was it's it's again like I say it sounds so, like such a small thing but it was making a massive effect because then say for example I put my clothes in the wash and then my mom's gone my mom's come and she's popped them onto my bed being like you know you need to you know arrange them and put them away later I'd literally look at them and be like I have no space for this like I don't have anywhere that I can put these clothes and it was so annoying like I literally was running out of space everywhere then on top of that I had my desk I really love my desk but it was one of those where it was a very small desk I basically because obviously like I said I have a really small room I got that desk fitted in for college time and then I was using it for everything like for my college at one point I was using it as a dresser as well because I didn't have a dresser but then I managed to find some space for a dresser that dresser in itself was also very impractical like it was one of those really really small ones but like the the like um the drawer the dresser actually like a lid kind of like um shelf type of thing so the dresser on the top was like a shelf type thing you'd open it and then you could put some products in and that would act as your mirror and yeah it just wasn't again like I said practical nothing was organized in it as well um and then on top of that I had these box shelves oh my god like I don't know what was going through my head when I decided to get them when I got them it was purely for the sake of storage I had no storage for anything like I had all my clothes away which is great but then I needed to have storage for my books and like I had loads of books at that time and um I had like jewelry and like um perfumes for example and bits and bobs that I just needed to put away but I had no space so there were these like three box shells that I bought from Ikea I hated them like I hated them for the longest time ever because first of all they were so mismatched I'm not even joking guys like it was the thing was the problem was when I bought them I wanted them all in white for some reason they didn't do them in white they did it in a sky blue and a dark kind of like charcoal gray color so I kid you not I had two charcoal gray shells and one sky blue like I don't know why that happened but it just happened and I was just going with the floors like yeah like oh my god this is perfect and don't get me wrong it was great for storage because they were massive but then I used to think about it as well I was like why did I just not get rid of these books because I literally didn't read them again after I read them but obviously growing up I was obsessed with books and I had this real bad habit of basically hoarding books and I think every bookworm out there could really understand what I mean by that um but yeah it was just such a bad habit I had um so anyways yeah the room entirely itself was very mismatched and yeah I just didn't like it anymore I didn't like it at all but then obviously I was always fine with it um because it served its purpose and then now recently this year especially the year before that I really was not liking it I was like I kept saying I want to change up my room I want to change up my room but then I'll just say it as a fleeting moment and then I just wouldn't really act on it and then this year especially I was very much like no you know what I think it's time for me to change my room I just feel like life has changed so much and this room of mine is my environment and it's not reflecting it it's not reflecting me as a person anymore it's reflecting the person I used to be and I don't really want to keep seeing that like I'm not saying that the person I used to be was bad it's just I've grown out of it like that was literally teenage me uni me student me and that's not me anymore and like I've grown and like my mindset was 
changing so much into like a woman and my mindset is changing into like an adult and none of this room is reflecting me and when you think about it, you spent a lot of time in your room and this just was not it like it was not me one bit anymore and so um I was like okay you know what it's time it's time but I'd say and I wouldn't really do it then um I think the revolution kind of came when we basically got a few of the other rooms done in our house and I was like yeah you know what the the rest of the house is looking beautiful like it's reflecting us as a family now and the way we have changed as a family and what we like now and the, the type of vibe and mindset we have but when you go upstairs and when you go into like my bedroom for example it's still old me and I didn't like it so I thought it's time and I think it was around like March time I remember saying it to my brother because fun fact my um brother he is literally like he should have done interior designing he is really really good at decorating and stuff and anybody who's come to our house they can vouch for that they can say wow you know what whoever designed this room was really good and that was literally all him and my mum um so yeah they had great ideas and I said it to him I was like you know what like I really really want to sort my room out and I have a certain type of like vibe I want to go for but I have no clue on how to do it so the first intentional move I made was I reached out for help I asked him because obviously he's so good at, at you know decorating and arranging stuff and basically doing interior design and planning a room out so I was like I know what type of vibe I want to go for but I just have no clue how to do it so he asked me what type of thing are you going for and I told him and he was like leave it with me he created a mood board like literally within like two hours like he just stuck his airpods in and he just got started on his ipad and he on his laptop and his ipad sorry and he made me something that like a mood board of the bits and pieces to put into a room and it overall created this type of vision for a room and I loved it like I looked at it and I was like 100% this is me like I wanted this it literally screamed me as a 23 year old kind of like as a woman now finally um and I just loved it so much um the issue was my room was too small my room is really 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 small so I ideally wanted a really nice big spacious luxurious wardrobe I wanted a really nice gorgeous dresser I wanted a desk as well and I wanted a bed now obviously all of these things I had in my room before but none of it looked good because it was too cramped and it just wasn't matching and it was tinier stuff essentially to fit it all in and I knew that that is not what I want this time I wanted a minimal look but at that time when I was basically organizing and planning this I thought that it was possible to achieve all of that and still fit in with the minimal look so what I thought of was opting for a loft bed now a loft bed or a high sleeper bed some of you may know it as is very 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 um what's the word I'm looking for it's very um favored I guess is the word or it's very common or it's well known um in other countries such as like America and Canada those type of countries they have really cool like loft beds they sometimes make it from scratch themselves and what it is is essentially at the top you've got your bed and you've got ladders leading to it but then at the bottom you've got your desk and it's really uh practical in that sense um if you've got a smaller room for example um so I had spent about a good I kid you not two months literally two months on the trot looking for a loft bed that I would like and would also fit in my room and would also go with my vibe and would also be practical now I must have searched I kid you not like at least 
50 different loft beds I must have sat there and analyzed them in my spare time whenever I had a chance I was looking at these even to the point where we went on Umrah and when we'd come back to the hotel absolutely exhausting stuff when we were just like switching off before we go to bed and like we just had like a few you know half an hour spare something I was on my phone I would be looking at loft beds um, and I'd be like okay I like this kind of like that screenshotting it sending to my brother over here and that is just how much I was always constantly thinking and planning for my room so that was step two of the intentional thing that I did to kind of make the vision come true now a lot of the stuff we'd already realized and like okay I want this type of mirror I want this type of lamp I want this type of wardrobe I was designing my wardrobe or every time I want this vase I want this dresser adore it I love it so a lot of the stuff the bits and pieces like that I knew I was gonna have there without question um we ordered already so again that's like step three I was already kind of like putting the bits and pieces together and intentionally making sure that I've got them at home when I come back from Umrah so that I can get started with it type of thing and it was staring at me every single day pretty much like in the shed because that's where we kept it um so the issue we had was when we started to basically um um what's the word measure we started to measure the room in terms of how you know the proportions and the dimensions of it or dimensions as I say I say dimensions and my brother's always like it's dimensions and I'm like I don't know um but yeah and we realized again the room's really small and this loft bed that I particularly looked at was a brand new one that came on the market and I loved it like I fell in love with this uh, loft bed I really really adored it I loved it and I was like it's so beautiful because my main thing was that I wanted everything to be minimal but I wanted that storage as well and so when I saw this loft bed one thing I really liked about it was how it didn't look childish it didn't look kiddie-ish and it the color was beautiful it was like a white and a gray color and um the desk area was so pretty but then next to the desk area when you go inwards so the desk was at the bottom you turn to your right they've got like a mini wardrobe section now I wanted to keep that as like a second kind of storage area I was still gonna get my big wardrobe I wanted but I wanted to keep that as a second area and then on top you had your bed and it was really brand new and I was so happy because by the time I actually bought it um on a different website it was for like £100 less on Amazon and I was like yay like I don't have to buy it for you know extra money like I can get it even cheaper than I wanted so I remember we measured everything and at that time as well to make sure that both of the items fitted in my room I was going to get that loft bed and then the wardrobe I was going to get it the smaller um depth so I don't know about how well you guys know Ikea stuff but Ikea is the plug first of all I bloody love it and you guys must know just how gorgeous Ikea wardrobes are and the thing with Ikea is so great in terms of this type of stuff. Um, they've got two different depths for their wardrobes. They've got the classic 60 centimetres and they've got the classic 30 centimetres. Now with a 30 centimetres wardrobe, I imagine you're probably listening to this thinking like, oh my God, I wanted to plug into such a good podcast episode, but here she is talking about interior designing. Sorry guys, but I promise you it's going somewhere. Um, with those type of wardrobes, you've got these rails you know the rails where you hang your clothes obviously you're hanging them all like inwards and like it's all facing one direction with the 30 centimeter wardrobe those um rails are hanging outwards so they basically face forward type of thing so when you're hanging your clothes they're like facing you does that make sense and that's a way of them kind of like shortening the space um but then also you're still getting clothes in and so i 
was like okay that's cool like I'll do that and I got the 30 cent well I I planned the 30 centimeter one we bought the bed and we started building the bed I say we I didn't because you know I was like I don't do DIY I cannot for the life of me like I tried to paint the bloody room and oh my god guys I didn't realize painting was that hard I hated it um yeah safe to say like I'm not a painter decorator so it was my brothers who basically arranged the bed, one, one of my brothers in particular. And I counted and we counted specifically how long it took them for them for them to basically put it all together. It took them 10 hours. Genuinely, we counted the hours. It was 10 hours for them to put that bed together. The funniest part, guys, is this. It was a horrendous bed to put together. Like it was hard. It was really, really bad. Now, as they're putting it together, they automatically realized, uh-oh, this is going to not look nice. They were like, it's not going to look good in your room. It is massive. Now, obviously, I know the first question you guys are going to say is, Kaina, did you not um, did you not measure the width and the dimensions and stuff like that? And my answer to you is, I did about 50 times. I measured it again and again and again. I would always look at all of the measurements and all of the scalings and everything and it was supposed to and it was going to and it did fit into my room what I didn't realize was just how impractical it would look so just because something fits into your room and you think yeah I do have space on the side you will never know until you see it actually standing in your room so when I was measuring it I realized the one problem we're going to have is between the wardrobe and the bed the walkway was going to be really tiny like it's going to be really really small and it's going to be problematic now obviously like I I realized that and I thought it's fine like I can manage it it'll be cool now they put the bed together the funniest thing is like I told you guys it was a new bed right on the market like it just come on and I remember ordering it off Amazon and it came like two days later which was amazing and my brother was like trying to find the bed like as he they were like man you know put, putting it together and he was just going on Amazon he's like oh somebody put up a review for it because obviously there were no reviews because it's a brand new bed and he's like yeah you might want to take a look at this review and it was literally given like one star and it was like poor quality and this man who basically was giving the review he said that he had um put it together for his son and he was not happy with it at all it's very poor quality the wood is horrendous and on top of that he is not comfortable with his son using it because it's not safe at all now that was the only review that they had available on amazon and anywhere for that bed and it just funnily enough they had this guy had written this review on the day that i had ordered it um or the sorry the day after or the day it was supposed to be delivered to my house so i hadn't basically seen it and um I literally looked at my brother, I was like, okay, what does this mean? Like, what are we going to do? And I was really, really worried. Um, and then when we saw the bed, literally, I was like, yeah, this ain't it. Like, this is not it one bit. I remember climbing up the bed and it was scary. Like, it was fine climbing up, but it's when you're climbing down, it was scary. Like, it's such a big bed and it's so strong, but still, it just wasn't safe. And even my brother was like, he was fine climbing up and he's literally like six foot mashallah and then when he was trying to climb down he was literally like mate this is not all right like this is not safe at all like we don't know how long this bed is going to last for so even then i was like it's fine i'll adjust but you could tell it was taking up a massive amount of the room 
And then the next day we went to Ikea, me, my mum and my brother. Now this is when my mum comes into the story because so far throughout all of this, she didn't have much of an involvement. I would show her the products I was getting and she'd be like, okay, that looks all right. My mum was hesitant about the loft beds. She was like, I don't know if you should get a loft bed or not. And I was like, no mum, like I need it. I need the desk. I need all of that space. Like I need it. She's like, all right, you know, if you are going to go for a loft bed, this doesn't look too bad, etc." But she's like, I still don't think you should get a loft bed. Um, but yeah, guess what? I got a loft bed. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we went to Ikea and um, yeah, we saw the wardrobe and mum was like, yeah, this is not practical at all. She literally looked at it and she was like, you cannot live the 30 centimetre uh, depth. I know you and I know the way you, like you dress and stuff and your clothes, etc. You're not going to fit all of them there. Your coats and your jackets, it's not possible. So I was like, ah, okay, this is not good. And then I realised, but for me to get a bigger wardrobe, I fundamentally cannot with this bedding. So I started to work on how, a way to return the bed. Alhamdulillah, with the grace of Allah, like with the, thank you Allah so much because it is, I would thought it would be impossible to return this bed and I thought I'd be stuck with it forever and I really didn't want to. Like the more I look at this bed, the more I feel sick and apprehensive. And alhamdulillah, the way Amazon is, they said, okay, fine, you know what? Just dismantle the entire bed, put all the pieces back the way you found them in the packaging and we'll get somebody to pick it up. Now, alhamdulillah, again, we kept the original packaging in the garden because we I was supposed to throw it away, but we got so tired. I was like, I'll leave it tomorrow. And then we went to Ikea and I was like, oh, thank God I didn't throw the packaging away. So we came back and we basically started dismantling the bed. My dad started basically unscrew it all. And then me and my other brother started packing it all up. And um, what we then did, my mum literally was walking around Ikea and she kept saying, she was like, if you had consulted me, I would have told you to get this bed instead or that bed instead. I would have told you to do this. And she was like, ah, my mum was right. And so my mum and me and my brother went around and we actually found another bed that was not a loft bed. It was a normal bed. And it was so beautiful. And I'm currently sat on it right now, recording my episode with you guys. And I'm so grateful. Alhamdulillah, I am so happy with it. But it was all thanks to my mum because my mum literally saved this room around. She kept saying, if you'd asked me, if you'd consulted me, I would have told you that it's not good. And I literally was like, yeah, well, you're right. You know what they say, mum's no best. So I promise you, like, I think from this experience, I learned so well that my mum always knows best. And I think that... As children, we grow up always thinking like, oh, my mum's saying it for this reason. My, my dad's saying it for that reason. My mum's saying it for this reason. I don't know. And as you get older, you slowly start to realise just how correct they are on it and how much they make sense on it. And it's such a nice feeling because you start to get into an adult yourself and you start to think, you know what? When I was younger, my mum used to say this or that. She was so right and it was so good for me. And I'm so glad she did it for me. For example, like, Growing up, my mum was really, really strict, like, with us as children, in a sense. Um, For, you know, like, I didn't have social media and, um, you know, stuff like that. And at that time, I was like, oh, it's not fair. Like, everybody has this. Everybody does this. Why can't I do that? Like, about stuff. And growing up now, I am so grateful to my mum, especially, and my dad, for being that way with us like alhamdulillah genuinely I'm so grateful and I truly 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 believe that if my mum was not as strict as she was I wouldn't be the person I am today if she was lenient and she basically let me have the things I thought I wanted and I thought were good for me I would not be the person I am today and I wouldn't have this type of um 
you know, the way I carry myself and stuff and um, my thoughts and my mindset and my, my growth, I wouldn't have had any of that if my mum hadn't been that strict with us. So it's so true when you say that mums know best, but you will only realise that when you get older yourself because at that time you just don't realize like I see so many children now and they complain about that oh but my mom said I can't do this and it's not fair and I'm literally like I promise me just trust me on this you're going to agree with me in 10 years time you realize that your mom did right and and she was doing the best for you and it's so funny because obviously I've always known that like I realized that obviously very recently as well but it's like this this room this whole concept of changing and stuff it really epitomized that for me so it's funny because at the same time no matter how much of an adult I really want to be and no matter how much I wanted to change this one thing like my environment because it doesn't reflect me anymore because I I feel like you know I've grown now and I'm an actual adult now and I'm a woman and no matter how old you will be you will always need your parents and it's crazy because my mum and dad always say that to me now and sadly both of their parents passed away and they're always like you don't realize like you could be 60 but you'll still need your mum and you'll still need your dad and it's hilarious because it's such a full circle moment like I love sitting on the podcast and reflecting back on situations I never do it in real time so what that means is that I don't do it the minute it happens I always give it a certain amount of time and then I reflect on it I just don't think it's okay to do it in real time for myself personally meaning I don't speak on things as they are happening once I know that they are set once I know that they are fully done and everything like that then I'll talk about it and I know that no one can take that away from me type of thing I'm not saying that anybody will take it away from me but Allahumma barik like we should all protect ourselves from nazar and like for example my room I could have sat here in like March or maybe even before that like I said I've been thinking about this for a year and I've never spoke about it to anyone and I could have sat here and said yeah guys like just to let you know like I'm gonna do my room next week or guys I'm thinking about this or I saw this mirror I really liked like there's no point in any of that because what's the need like nobody really needs to know until it's all done and dusted and now alhamdulillah it very much is and I've been thinking about this for about a year and I've been working on it for the past um three months or four months maybe even and now I can be like yeah you know what I did that but it's so crazy because you know it, it's it's very very like full circle moment in the sense of like I wanted to finally change my environment to reflect me as a woman now and as an adult yet at the same time whilst I'm doing that I still needed my mum right and how how crazy is that I still needed my mum to basically show me look you know you want to make this decision it's not the best for you there have been so many times that has happened in life especially like in the recent years and stuff when I've wanted to take a decision or I've wanted to make an impact but if my mum has shown me like it's not good for you or she's shown me at so many times I'd be like no mum I'll disagree and then later on I'll realize that she's right so it's got to a point now where I just accept it because I know that she's she's speaking from truth and she's making sense when she's saying it another example is for example um the the episode I, I i released about you know leaving the course and stuff and my mum was the one who basically supported me on it and she was the one who's like look you don't know what you want to do type of thing like why don't you just leave it and she basically finally said what i wanted to do the entire time without realizing it and so many people reached out to me about that and they were like oh my god your mum's just honestly such an icon and everything like that and i was like yeah she bloody well is like it's just so beautiful um even like nowadays like she says things and does things and it's just so amazing because I'm like I'm so lucky to have a parent like that she probably will never hear this episode so like don't go around telling her <laughs> um but yeah 
so um my mom and my dad like always they're always like showing me things and saying things and I'm like yeah later on I realize it like yeah you're so right um but yeah back to what I was saying so it's that thing of like your mom will always be right for you because they are your elders at the end of the day there are so many things that sometimes elders do and we question it we're like oh god like it doesn't make sense and that's true like there are things that I do think are very backwards about our culture and I have said that since I was 20 years old and I did this podcast and I've always said there are things that need to change about our culture about our mindset about the way we think and view things about the way we interact with each other about the beliefs we hold and how they clash so much with our religion um and I've always said that there are things that need to change however at the same time I do strongly believe that there are things that the elders say that just make sense and you don't realize until you start to grow into becoming an adult yourself and when you're an adult you start to realize hang on you know what there is some kind of like basis to what you're saying and you start to see things from their eyes I'm not talking about the backwards stuff I don't think I could ever see that and agree with it I'm talking more about everyday life like last week I talked about on the the podcast about how um you know um elders are always waking up early and stuff and they always give us a hard time being like you stay awake till so late and stuff and you need to wake up early you sleep the whole day and it's they're saying it for a reason and they know best and if you look at studies and stuff and you even look at islam they even point to the concept of how waking up early is good for you and it's so much better so there is a lot of like basis and validity to what they say and um going back to the whole concept of the room and why I'm talking about the room so much is because obviously I was I brought it all up with talking about environments right so how your environment impacts you and it reflects you as a person so anyways um I finally then started to change things about I you know I sent that bed back and everything and I then got a new one everything like that and I, I moved all my equipment 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 I moved all of my furniture into the room and now I can genuinely say alhamdulillah I feel so amazing um Allahumma barik like mashallah like I hope like everybody's saying those words as well because genuinely I feel like this room reflects and presents more than what it would to anybody else for anybody else they look at it and be like yeah she got her room done up but for me it's it means so much more to me because it's that massive transition from finally being like a teenager or a uni student to actually being like a woman now and realizing that these are the next years and I'm moving into a new stage of my life and I talk about this type of stuff all the time but like it really is about like intentional changes and marginal gains it's the little things that I'm seeing in myself that are already coming around and about because of me getting this room done up now there are still one or two finishing touches but they're so minor the majority of it honestly it's it's such a big reflection of me as a person and I love it I just love it so much I would love if there was a way on this podcast to put up before and after pictures but then I find that too personal um but yeah I I adore the way it is because it genuinely is me but on top of that as well it reflects like my life right now like it reflects on how much I've changed and I look at it and I genuinely genuinely believe wow I have come so far and I think that it's really important to sometimes just sit and reflect on that because you do have to give yourself that credit of hey you know what it's been years but I have moved and I've gone so far in life alhamdulillah because you always have to remember and I'm not saying this in a way to compare yourself to other people or a way to put other people's aren't that's not my intention but there are people out there who have been you know living the same way for so many years and they don't want to change their life they don't want to do anything about it 
and you know you have to give yourself credit where it's due you have to show yourself that yes you know what this is um what I want for myself and this is what I'm going to achieve I wanted to achieve this and I put my mind to it and I made it happen and the way I did that was because I was constantly thinking of it I even heck I even made dua for it because when you think about it financially it is a um it's a difference so obviously like I was like okay Allah like help me out with this room just make it easier and I genuinely made the offer it and it happened and it was not easy there were always like problems and there's issues like at one point I had to drive a whole van I had to drive a van guys like I me myself I had to drive a Hertz van to um get the wardrobe pieces and the bed pieces to my house because the delivery like we'd passed the delivery date for the next day delivery and all of that so I literally drove a van myself like it was crazy um but yeah it wasn't easy but it's the part of the whole journey and I just think like you guys could sit here and be like oh this is ridiculous and I just listened to a whole episode on on a room makeover but honestly when you when you start reflecting on little little things like this you realize just how grateful you are for life I think gratitude comes from basically like um appreciating the little things in life like I can't explain to you just how grateful I am for the little things I've got for example I am so grateful for storage like it's it's so small and it's so insignificant on the scale of life but I am so grateful for storage like I have so much storage now it's the same room but it's so minimal yet at the same time I have so much storage like how crazy is that and I'm grateful because I remember a time when I was really struggling to fit everything in my room it was literally like those comical scenes from movies where they shove something in the wardrobe and they quickly shut the door so they have to don't have to deal with it and it doesn't fall out and then the next time you go it falls all out um, and it was literally like one of those scenes now that doesn't mean that I'm a messy person it doesn't mean that I'm unorganized it doesn't mean that um I I I overbuy or anything it just meant that my room was no longer serving the purpose it used to because there was a time when everything fit into my room and I never had to do that if I organized everything it'd be fine and then it'd get messy again in the sense of like I just have too much stuff alhamdulillah but it just was not serving that purpose anymore the things that I was buying were very very different compared to what I was buying when I was a student and I you know I was in college and I didn't even have an income like I do now so you have to think about it and think like as you progress in life life changes for you as well and you're also changing your life and it's all about putting positive stuff out there again like I said because for me I know how hard it was to actually get my room done the dimensions were not making it possible the way my room is like for the record the way my room was before half of my bed half of my window was getting covered up by my bed um and then my door wouldn't open fully and because obviously there was like the desk that was stopping it from opening fully one of my wardrobe doors when it opened fully because then it was getting blocked by the desk so when you think about that type of stuff it just shows you just how much um I was having to sacrifice and how impractical it was and now imagine that I've got the exact I've still got the same room I've changed stuff around I've bought new stuff whatever and now my entire window is absolutely bare and it's complete and my door opens fully and yet I still got space to walk around and stuff like that and I love it I love that I mean for example the wardrobe is in a different position the bed's in a different position that walkway in between the two things is a little tighter um but it's nowhere near what it would have been if I'd got that other bed and on top of that it's perfect for me like I fit through that and it makes me feel good about myself (laughs) about that um but yeah it's just so nice to sit down and think okay I'm 
I'm now in an environment that reflects me. Like I'm recording this podcast and I've even changed the way I record. And I think that if we were to listen to episodes all the way from the beginning and even episodes that are no longer available, I have changed so much as a person. And it's always been because I'm always changing who I am in life. But then also as I'm changing, my my environment was remaining stagnant and it was remaining the same and now that's changed as well and I'm not saying that if you change like your room or if you give yourself a makeover or anything like that you're going to change everything about your life that's not true but I genuinely believe that if you declutter your life and you declutter everything around you it really helps you to like broaden your perspectives and really have a fresh kind of like mind and you know sometimes we wait for certain time periods in our life to do this stuff so for example we might wait for new years like new year new me January oh my god I'm going to change it all around summer holidays that's it that's going to be me like I'm going to do everything um I'm going to do it after Eid or something like that and you know I used to be that person and I think to some extent I sometimes still am and I was very much a big person on that I always followed that type of route but now I've realized you have to make that time you have to stop waiting for things to happen or waiting for a specific time point because it's not going to happen. For example, New Year resolutions. I would always, always, always make a resolution with the New Year. Always. And I'd never follow them through. Or I did for a certain amount of weeks or months and then it dropped. And I think it's that concept of motivation versus discipline again. Maybe that's what I lack on or maybe that's what I need to fix on. But in general, I know that overall in this world as, as, as a nation together, New Year resolutions don't always get resolved. And I think that's always this thing of like having to wait around for the perfect time rather create that perfect time for yourself um but yeah I just think that your environment is a massive massive reflection of you as a person and you should change it around if you have the means to do not put pressure on yourself do not force yourself if you can't but it's little changes something so small as for example you might want to move your furniture around you might have the same furniture you might move it around because you know if you move it around you get more light into the room and then you'll feel better or something it'll create a better impact on your mood little things like that have a big impact on on you as a person you for example in when I talk about storage and the books I was talking about remember when I was referring to the books I had all of these books honestly guys like so many books that I had read obviously and I remember the titles but then I never read them again and my issue was because I was holding on to the time when I had those books I was holding on to old me I was that person who used to read books all the time I want to be that person now as well but I genuinely am being honest I feel like I need to make time for it I'm not making intentional time to read and I really regret that like I really want to but it's just something about reading that just doesn't strike me as amazing as it used to be and it really makes me sad um but you know what I really want to work on actually reading like at least one book a month let's see how that goes um I don't know when but eventually inshallah but the point is all of those books that I had was essentially taking up so much space in my room it is unbelievable and the reason why I didn't want to throw them away was because I had severe attachment issues to them but also I think I was attached to them because they represented like a different stage of my life and so I looked at those books and I was like yeah no but it represents me back when I was a reader and I was so into books and stuff and I loved those stories and I have such a great attachment to the characters all of that when in reality I don't need the books to physically be there to remember that about myself I can get rid of them I have to physically just let go so when I was in the process of decluttering and basically having to decide on what to keep and what to get rid of 
I genuinely had to force myself to get rid of so much. When I cleaned out my room, I had about five or six bin bags full of stuff that I didn't need to keep. Can you imagine that? So I had five bin bags worth of clothes, of of books, of old jewellery that had basically I was never going to wear and it was just rusted or something or it just was tacky of um pieces of like for example like little bits and bobs that I just never looked at again I had to throw it all away and I literally had to force myself to because I wasn't going to do that thing of like okay I'm going to keep this I'm going to keep this for what because I know now that this new environment I've created for myself is basically representing me as an adult but also the next stage of my life so I knew that if I'm holding on to all of these old pieces that don't really serve any purpose anymore what about when I'm trying to create space for the new things to come into my life? This is just going to clash with that. Now, I have so much storage in my room, alhamdulillah. Realistically speaking, I could have kept that stuff and I would have still been fine and I could have found space for it and I still have so much space. But I'm happy in the sense of like, I'd rather have this empty space now, you know, that I haven't fully filled up than keep the old stuff just for the sake of filling it up because that old stuff would have been here and I wouldn't be able to make space for new stuff because that new stuff would have represented me now and me in the future years as an adult. Do you get what I'm saying? So I had to make that intentional move of getting rid and decluttering by force, not even by choice anymore. A lot of it was by choice, but a lot of it was by force as well. And I'm really glad that I did that. Um, Having said that, there was one bin bag that accidentally got thrown away and that was full of beautiful clothes that I wanted to keep. But silly old me got that replaced and mixed up with a throwing away bag. So all of the bin bags that I wanted to keep, like stuff that I wanted to keep, right? Obviously, I had them all in my mum's room for the temporary time. And so when I took them all down and I was like, okay, I need to open all of this up and I need to put them back into hangers. I need to start putting moving stuff back in one bin bag I looked and I realized hang on that was clothes I wanted to throw away like I instantly looked and I was like yeah I definitely didn't want to keep that and that's when it hit me hang on a minute that is a throwing away bin bag meaning that that was replaced with a bin bag that I wanted to keep so there's one bin bag out there in the dumps right that's got my beautiful stuff that I wanted to keep and I was so upset and guys guess what got thrown away I am not even joking when I tell you this my hijabs my beautiful hijabs like i am talking about it right now and it's getting me upset my beautiful abaya like there's this one abaya i bought from morocco and i i wore it recently when i went out that was the first time i'd worn it out i bought it from morocco it was like a orangey brownie kind of color and it had some like jewels or something on it and i wore it we went for dinner like with my cousins and stuff and I, that was the first time i'd worn it and i really loved that piece and then it got thrown away by accident and I was heartbroken like genuinely like that was a memory as well from Morocco and I was even now talking about it, it makes me upset I'm trying not to think about it but I had to speak about it right so many hijabs got thrown away I literally right now have about six hijabs in my um wardrobe but alhamdulillah for the fact that they are the constant hijabs i always use those certain colors like my browns my beiges my creams and my whites and like one or two blacks so i'm happy that the ones i got to keep were funky colors that i rarely use do you know what i mean at least the ones that got thrown away were colors that i don't really use that much but i'm still upset about it um which reminds me i need to order new hijabs now um so yeah anyways that is what happened so as 
the process of decluttering and creating this new environment obviously we had some setbacks throughout the journey like for example throwing away lovely clothes um and lovely hijabs but it is what it is you know what i mean i can't change it and i'm just having to accept it and i remember saying this to my friend my friend was like you know what maybe it's because allah knew that that was the only time you had spent left to spend with it and it was time for you to give it up and only allah knows like there's some good in it you don't know what could happen if you had kept on it and that is a mentality mentality that i really need to adopt in life um so yeah that's how i'm trying to think of it but at least it gives me an excuse to go shopping again so yeah um but yeah um i'm gonna leave it at that now because i feel like we spoke a lot about it and i think that that was a really nice juicy episode apologies for the little degree we just did on interior designing i am not an expert in no way means shape or form and um, my brother is he's amazing at it um so yeah um but yeah i feel like you guys are gonna be like i have to see it to believe it which is true but yeah anyways i'm gonna pick out one reddit thread and we're gonna go through it together and yeah let's treat ourselves to another reddit thread guys let's go right okay so this is a bit of a story from true off my chest i really like this reddit um thread thing i don't know what you call it but where people put their stories true off my chest is actually crazy because there's some really crazy stories on there but anyways so um my ex broke into my house to leave me flowers I started dating this guy from Bumble beginning of May, so not that long ago. I got ahead of myself because he was really nice and we started looking at houses. Okay, that's a bit mad. And stuff before I realised I need to slow it down. So I told him that we needed to take a semi-break. We'd still go out and do stuff together and whatnot, but not be together together, like boyfriend, girlfriend, because I realised I wasn't mentally ready for that. Well, today he asked me to go look at an apartment with him because he was moving near me to be closer. There was a three-hour drive between us originally. When I told him I was going to bring my friend because we need to go do stuff after, he told me to forget coming to look at the apartment. I just shrugged it off and went to take a nap. Next thing I know, it's 5pm and he's in my house. I didn't invite him over and clearly didn't answer the door because I was sleeping so he just decided to walk right in like he owned the place without asking me. I pretended to be... So I pretended, I pretended to be asleep because I was scared out of my mind because I had no idea he was coming over. I laid there like that for over an hour just pretending to be asleep as he watched me. That is sick. Ew. Literally was sitting on my bedroom floor playing with my animals like it was all right. He even left flowers on my bed right next to where I was sleeping. I finally got a chance to move around when he was out in my living room just chilling on my couch so I texted my friend to come help me. My friend shows up 10 minutes later and he was still here. She had brought her brother with her so I begged him to get rid of my ex. He politely asked him to leave and when my ex tried arguing her brother threatened to kick his um to kick him out I think um if he didn't leave. He eventually left and I was shaking in panic. He needed he needed up blocking me on everything before having a final go at me on discord discord i mean that just goes to show obviously um i can't believe i dated someone younger than me <laughs> that turned out to be a psychopath <laughs> okay um yeah that is psychopathic um i don't even know what to say there's so much that's weird with this whole situation all right so first and foremost I think the weirdest part is the fact that you guys uh, had only known each other since May. For a record, this has been um, posted a day ago. So this is June. And you're already talking about house and stuff. Like, that's too much in my opinion. Especially when you're not Muslim. Because um, I can tell you guys are not Muslim. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. And what really weirds me out is that how you guys are on a break. But then you're still going out and doing stuff. Like like you say that you're not a girlfriend 
boyfriend type of vibe but then you guys are literally like together going out i think a break literally means a break if i'm taking a break like okay hear me out when i'm at work and i'm on my break you best not be seeing me working like i'm not gonna be working am i or i'm not gonna be going around like voluntarily being like oh my god let me do this for you let me do that for you like i'm not gonna do that that's it's my break i am well away in my own corner i'm tucked away do not talk to me i need my me time i need my own time so explain to me then what what is this meaning of having a break but then you're still seeing each like do you know what i mean and then you say you're not mentally ready if you're not mentally ready you're fully not mentally ready like leave the person alone work on yourself do your own thing pretend like people don't exist like have that self-control there's no self-control in this situation from both of these people and i'm sorry to say that there's no self-control from this girl um because you're saying how you were talking about houses and you really realize you need to slow it down but for you to slow it down you needed to take a break but then in the break you guys are still meeting up and like hanging out as mates so there's no self-control there from either of you and then on his behalf there's no self-control at all because he literally decided to break into her apartment and sit there watch her which is the weirdest thing i could ever think of um so yeah i just find that incredibly strange now second thing is he is a psychopath like he's literally a living breathing working psychopath that is crazy like who the hell lets themselves into someone's house and then you just sit there and you watch that person sleep like i'm not justifying this guy but if he broke into a house and he saw her you know sleeping he'd be like oh yeah my bad i'll come back later at a different time like he didn't even do that he just broke in and then proceeded to sit there and play around with her stuff and watch her and then when he left he was still there like i find it all very very mad and then i actually read in the comments guys like um when she said that he was younger than her i read in the comments just now as i put my phone down uh, someone said how old were they and she said that he's 19 i'm 21 are you having a laugh are you actually joking i know you're not muslim any of you i can tell from the way the story is so at 19 and 21 at your small ages what are you thinking about buying a house and moving into a different apartment like how where did you get the funds for how did you get the funds i'm very i want to know that actually first of all where's this money tree where's this big pot of gold at the end of the rainbow i want to know let me in on that please because if you're thinking of buying houses and you're thinking about moving into apartments at 19 you must be minted like good for you but i want to know too let me in on the secret but second of all um how is someone such a psychopath at 19 years old i don't understand there's just so much that's wrong from the situation i'm not saying that it's her fault at all i think he's a psychopath at the end of the day he needs to see help he needs to get help she needs to file a police report if she really doesn't want it that bad but i'm so sorry babe i'm not gonna lie if you had maybe done all no contact and actually focused on yourself and like taking the break i'm just saying that confused signals would not be sent out having said that no circumstance is justifiable or justified for breaking into someone's house so yeah i think you both are a bit mentally unstable i'm not gonna lie um take that as you will but that's just my opinion i don't i've never understood this concept of going on a break but then still talking to each other and then going out and stuff like it just doesn't make sense to me um but then at the same time breaking into someone's house and leaving them flowers doesn't make sense to me either so yeah that is a whole messed up story on its own um but yeah i hope you get that sorted out and you stay far away from him um but yeah anyways um i hope you guys liked that reddit thread and i hope that this um, episode was just a bit of a chilled kind of like monumental uh circle full circle kind of moment because i really enjoyed uh filming it for you guys and chatting about it with you and i really enjoyed just kind of like reflecting back on it and seeing the way it all adds up but yeah 
let me know what you guys thought um i hope you guys enjoyed it and inshallah i will see you next time for another episode but until then take care guys